0: friday this is your first ever listen on the woman podcast my name is tamani lynn and i'm the founder and ceo of women of lynn which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting educating and empowering all women to be bosses through support and networking. We do a variation of different things, like group community service, we have an international emotional podcast like this one, uh, we do webinars, seminars, we have a one-on-one business coaching program, a one-on-one mentoring program, you name it, basically do it sis, we are known to see one stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the one one podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather, which is what we like to call them, and I sit down with them and I talk to them about the topic at hand. Not only that, we also talk to them um, about their personal journey to entrepreneurship up until the point that we record this episode. And if this is your first ever listen on our podcast, then I do updates in the beginning of every single episode and we have two for you ladies this week. So firstly, we just did a Starbucks giveaway for all of our WL mentees and WL business clients. If you ladies have been um, staying up to date with our social media and also our mailing list, then you ladies know that we just brought on so many more mentees um, to our program. We are now throughout six states within the United States. So happy to say that finally um you ladies know that our goal was to become a national program and we were slowly but surely doing that through our program Our business coaching program is growing rapidly as well we are super happy for that and I'm just so happy to be able to give back to women that are building their brands growing their brands um just teaching them all the things that I wish someone taught me in the beginning also with our mentoring program you ladies know that we don't only do business development and entrepreneurial guidance we do academic guidance and then general life guidance so that is number one the number two mentoring applications will reopen very 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 soon you ladies know that we only open applications once in a blue moon but since the demand for our program has been so high um just go ahead and subscribe to woman.org to stay updated on when we will reopen those applications but we are listening to you ladies and we will be reopening them very 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 soon and aside from that our business coaching um applications are always open because we take clients on a case to case basis so go ahead and visit woman.org ...to get more information on both of those programs. So those are our updates for this week. And if this is your first ever listen on our podcast, then we also do segments. And we have a Woman to Watch of the Week. And then we also have an Ask somebody Question of the Week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our Woman to Watch of the Week. Our Woman to Watch of the Week is Lexine Smith. She is the CEO of Shop Child Nista. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. She is the CEO of Shop Child Nister, um which is an online clothing brand based in Miami, Florida. We are spotlighting her this week on our podcast because she just snagged her first ever office space for her brand and business, Chowneaster, which is a clothing line, as I just said. And she hit $1,000 in sales in one month, which was a huge milestone for her. She is a brand that we follow on Instagram and Twitter, and we've just been watching her grow, 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 grow when it comes to her brand and her business. So I thought of no one else better to spotlight on our podcast this week. So congrats, sis. You already know that I support you and we're willing to support you with everything that you do. And we will be watching you closely to see how far you go which we know will be very very far if you ladies want to follow her on her journey of entrepreneurship and grab some amazing bomb pieces that she has from her clothing line go ahead and visit our instagram at the wol podcast on instagram to figure out what her at name is which will be on the official file that we have for her for being our woman to watch of the week so that is our woman to watch of the week and our ask money question of the week is what's your dream collaboration so um as you ladies know we thrive off of collabs with other WL Bosses. We honestly um, are founded on the idea of collaboration over competition and networking and building with other women in our process of growing and the other brands that we collaborate with growing. Our dream collaboration, to be honest, we already did it. Um, We collaborated with Planned Parenthood back in, what was it? 2019? We collaborated back with um, back in 2019 with Planned Parenthood. We did a WLXPP campaign. You ladies can learn about that at womanorg slash previous campaigns. But we already partnered with them to just shine a light on the abortion rights uh, that were being taken away from us as women during the time that Trump signed a whole bunch of laws and different things that just weren't you know, good for the progressiveness of the woman's reproductive health system. And we shined a light on that. We sold t-shirts on that. We're always restocking those because a huge percentage of those proceeds go back to Planned Parenthood. Um, So to answer that question, we've already partnered with them. Their name is Planned Parenthood, but we hopefully can collaborate with them again in the near future. You ladies can again learn more about that campaign at woman.org slash previous campaigns. So that is it for our updates and our segments for this week. So I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the topic of this week, which is outwork everybody. So you ladies probably read the title of this podcast, like "Ooh, we about to get into some things," because yes, we are. And you ladies know that I have nothing but the best of the best W boss with each and every podcast episode that we have. This W boss has a 15-year proven track record of increasing sales and revenue for more than a dozen restaurants throughout America. In 2016, she created Milked LLC, and with Chef Sammy at the menu's helm. The pair opened their first restaurant, Milk and Honey Cafe, an all-day brunch-themed bistro in Beltsville, Maryland, where she oversees the day-to-day operations and in less than two years, helped grow a 55-seat cafe into four thriving restaurants in additional locations in College Park, Bowie, Maryland, Atlanta, Georgia, and the newest addition, The Bar at Milk and Honey, which is located in Washington, D.C. Catapulting off the success of Milk and Honey Cafe, she is embarking on a new adventure by entering the beauty space and launching her beauty brand mink and honey initially derived from a personal need as she suffers from sensitive skin and eczema mink and honey professional grade products were never meant to be trendy mink and honey beauty is a luxury hair lash and skincare brand tailored to women of all ages and ethnicities catering to those looking for a tried and trusted yet affordable brand for daily and lifetime use so please welcome the amazing monique rose everybody
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That was
0: a heck of an (laughs) intro. No problem. No problem. Thank you so much for being on this episode. And ladies, before we get started, it is so funny because if you know me personally, you know I'm addicted to milk and honey. If you live in Maryland, then you know their brunch spot is like A1. The chicken and waffles are undefeated. So to have her on this podcast is like super crazy, even still raw recording. So first and foremost, Monique, tell us all about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What's your story? Tell us all about
1: you. Oh, wow. How much time do we have? Um, (laughs) I am from um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was born and raised there. I lived there for 30 years um, until I moved to Atlanta in 2010. I've always been in the uh, service industry in some form or fashion. I started bartending when I was 18 in 1998. Um, And even when I uh, had a day job, so to speak, I always would um, be at a restaurant or a bar. I owned my first bar at 22, I think I was. Um, and so I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, um, even when I had you know, a regular nine to five. When I moved to Atlanta, um, within about three months of working at a restaurant, I was the GM of Skybox. Um, I worked there a few years and then went on to run um, TI's restaurant, which was Scales 9 to 5, 20,000 square foot, five level restaurant, which was a lot. And that's actually where I met uh, Chef Sammy Davis, who was the executive chef when I was the general manager. Uh, We started doing some pop-up brunches in Atlanta at restaurants that were closed on Sundays. Um, So, you know, we just did a little collaboration with them, partnership. Hey, why don't you bring in some revenue on a day that you're not normally open? We can make some money too. And they kind of just blew up from there. The brunches were crazy. So we called it the top 10 brunch. We did 10 items, but we did them better than anybody. And one of those 10 items, of course, was uh, Chef Sammy's award winning shrimp and grits, um, which to this day is our number one seller. We were doing some restaurant consulting. Actually, both of us um, were no longer working at scales. Things were looking pretty bad between the two of us. We had this one client. We were making $1,000 a week, which means $500 a piece. And, um... We just, uh, it, was, it was a dark space at that moment. We were like, what the heck are we going to do? This client happened to be in Beltsville, Maryland. It was Swahili Village, Kevin Onyona, uh, who we, we owe a whole lot to, was moving to a new space. And he had a very small um, space, which was about 40 to 50 seat restaurant. And he asked us if we wanted to do something in that restaurant. And Milk and Honey, um, that's when it was birthed, rebirthed in the Maryland area. Um, it, it was already... Um, a concept 10, 12 years ago in Atlanta, it failed. Um, it was Chef Sammy's concept due to a bad partnership. So we just brought it back. He's like, yeah, let's bring back milk and honey. Um, so we did that. And amazingly, you know, we started out very slow and we were just, you know, hoping to make a little money and, um, it really just exploded. The support was amazing. We grew from Beltsville, uh, moved down the street to college park, um, into a bigger location, open buoy, um, opened Atlanta opened um our Georgia Ave location and just a few months ago opened H Street in DC too um Suitlands comes next so we're yeah on the brink of yeah of six locations um that's kind of the um Reader's Digest version <laughs> of what's happened the last <laughs> couple of years that was in 2016 that we opened the first um Milk and Honey in Beltsville.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's crazy. Such a journey, even from 2016, which seemed to be such a short time ago. You Mm -hmm. guys have probably grown so much with business since then. Um, I want to ask you what inspired you solely to create Milk and Honey Cafe? Like, when did you know exactly like, okay, I want this to be mine. This is what I want to call it. And I'm just going to go from there.
1: Right. Well, I have to tell you, there, I, I think that there's a real gift in being able to birth somebody else's vision. And so Milk and Honey was Chef Sammy's vision. He had it years ago. It didn't work out. And then when he mentioned it and we have been doing these brunches, so I knew brunch was it like everybody, you know, is doing was doing. But even large, you know, Cheesecake Factory, everybody's doing brunch on the weekend, Magianos, whoever. Um, and I'm like, you know, we want people to be able to get brunch all the time, seven days a week. So why don't we open Milk and Honey during brunch? seven days a week, you know, all the time. And that's just kind of where it came from. The The title, the name of it itself is from the Bible. Um, it's God's promise to his people to take them to a land of flowing of milk and honey. So just everything just flew. And that's our promise to our people to, you know, always provide our best to them. So it just seemed like the perfect idea. Um, we were already um, doing well with doing brunches, the pop-up brunches. So I knew that we had some success in that. And it just seemed like good timing. But um, yeah, I just think it's real. Um, it's just a God-given gift that I think I have to be able to take somebody else's vision and and grow it into something, you know. Because if it was left up to Sammy, he would just have Beltsville.
0: Mm-hmm. He didn't ever
1: imagine, you know, that it were, it could go, you know, so much further. And I couldn't have even imagined. If you would have told me this in 2016, I would be like, get out of here! <laughs> like, there's no way that we are going to, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, we're, it, it's just to this day. Sometimes, even now, with all that's going on. Today, you know, I'm tired. I'm out of breath talking to you because I've been working all day. And the fact that people are still supporting us when I know what's going on in the economy. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just it really blows my mind. But I'm just so glad that we we took a chance. Um, we took it was a real gamble. Um, but it, it's worked out and I'm so happy.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. So firstly, the spirit of, you know, having that spirit of an entrepreneur when it comes to outworking everybody, which is a topic of this episode. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into the topic. So ladies, we wanted to have this podcast episode to motivate you ladies to go for it, right? To outwork everybody when it comes to the industry that you're in or life in general. It's extremely important to stay consistent, resilient, and to overall do the work, you know? so with that being said miss monique what is your take on outworking everybody as we know you're a huge advocate for
1: it yes if you i don't know if you follow me hopefully after this podcast all your followers will hit follow on me too but i do say that it's not just a hashtag for me like i know some people just hashtag some every time but um outwork everybody really is a style of life for me it's been that way for a very long time since i can remember um and it, it really wasn't a spirit of competition. It was just really wanting to outdo myself from the day before. And I always knew that hard work and success intersect at some point. So um, I don't believe in shortcuts. I know that especially in today's society, everybody wants something right away. You know, it's microwave society, but you really have to do the work. And I understood that for a long time at a young age. So I've lived my life that way. And, you know, I just, that's why I constantly say it and remind like, you have to do the work. There's no way to skip over the work. If you don't do the work, you're not, you might have something that's short lived, but you haven't put the work in. You don't have the experience. And therefore, most likely it won't work out at that time. Maybe it will come back around, you know, another opportunity. But I really do believe that, um, you have to do the work. You got to put in the work. You have to outwork everybody including yourself from yesterday. Um that's the only way to reach the new level and whatever your definition of success is.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um we also hear that you have six tips aligning with outworking everybody when it comes to entrepreneurship and outworking yourself even as you just said. What are those six tips that you would like to share with us today?
1: Um, oh, my God. I didn't even know that they had narrowed it down to six, but I have so many. Um, <laughs> so my, my number one, my number one. No, that's OK. My number one, though, would be um, to, make, to to pick one thing and do it well. That's my first thing. So if you're going to you don't want to go too hard and be a, what do they say? Jack of all trade, mm-hmm. no master of none. You can't you can't do that. So that's my first thing. That's always what I advise you know young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are don't try to do everything and be everything to everybody that's the first thing so just make sure you pick something and do do it better than everybody and then make sure that you don't quit too soon that's another thing so you got to learn to build and work through the tough times I think that right now is a real good example of that um, it seems tough it seems like there's no light at the end of the tunnel but we got to keep pushing. Um, the other thing that I, um, number two or slash three, I guess, would be um, don't let the fear stop you. Um, that's the only thing that really stands in our way a lot of times is fear. Uh, you got to do it anyway. You got to do it scared. So that's something else that I always, you know, advise people. You got to embrace being flawed. You got to be okay with that. Um, learn that things don't, you know, they don't always get easier. You get stronger. I just really like to push, you know, I, adversity is just a part of life, you know, so you just, you just got to control how you respond to that. Um, and then learning to rest and not quit. That kind of goes back to what I said earlier about not quitting too soon. Um, you got to rest, though, because you can't be assistance to anybody if you're depleted yourself. So I just really, particularly as women, like to remind us of that. Listen to yourself. If if, if your body and your soul is telling you you need a moment, take that moment. Just make sure that you don't overdo it. Um, Outworking everybody isn't you know, meant to kill yourself or, you know, um, put you in a bad position. So you just got to remember that. And then one thing that I did learn from Chef Sammy when I walked into his office as GM, he had a board and um, it did say outwork effing everyone. But it also said, learn to divorce yourself from the opinion of others. And I've really used that. You you have to kind of separate yourself from that because, You have to learn to listen to your own voice. And I'm talking about even people closest to you, parents, family, because sometimes they limit your vision and your dreams by, you know, their fear and their limitations that they set on themselves. So you got to learn to divorce yourself from that. And then um, finally, getting up early is like, it sounds like so cliche. Yeah, you got to start your day at 5 a.m. But when I tell you it makes all the difference in the world, when the rest of the world is still and quiet, when your house is quiet, you know, I don't know everybody's living situation, but you know, even if you... If you have a roommate or a partner or kids or whatever, just getting up early and it allows you to kind of set the tone for the day. I found that, you know, as tired as I am, when I get up early, um, that's the days that I'm most energized and I complete the most and I'm productive. I can sleep, sleep late if I wanted to. But even when <laughs> the days that, I, you know, seven is late for me. But seriously, like getting up early um allows me to kind of get some things out of the way especially some things for myself like meditation prayer the things that i need to even get through today so those will be my tips for um women and entrepreneurs and anyone um that is trying to be productive
0: Mm, so many of those tips that you just shared stuck out to me um trying not to be too many things to um, other people having mm-hmm. your rest waking up early I'm a huge advocate for waking up early now I used to underestimate it a lot because right. you know at you know some of the W boss listening are probably college students they have nine to fives they have businesses as well so sometimes it can be kind of harder to wake up earlier but ladies I'm telling you waking yep. up not even not even say like five o'clock even maybe seven o'clock or eight o'clock just mm-hmm. early in general could change your day entirely try it for one week and come back to us in our email and let us know how it went but yeah. um Monique out of those six tips you shared again thank you so much for sharing that what's the main one that got you to where you are today in business and life in general as a WL Bell boss
1: um I would have to say oh my god that's hard which one <laughs> um because there's two that stick out but no um Learning, the the first one I said, focusing on something. I think that that's in particular for milk and honey, even mink and honey, not trying to be everything, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not being swayed. So I guess that's kind of combining the the divorce yourself from opinion of others, too. But focusing on one thing will kind of give you a laser focus and you won't pay attention to other things anyway. Um, But that's so important because you got to learn how to do something better than everybody because there's a story to be told. And that's what people that's what people buy into the story yeah Milk and Honey's food is amazing you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. the reason why it's amazing though is because we did those few things over and over and over and over and over again to the point where you know like and obviously our product is really well we use quality product too but because we do those few things better than anybody you know there's not really even those people that don't like it you have to be okay with that i'm okay with that because milk honey is not for everybody milk honey's not for a vegan or somebody somebody's on a diet or somebody that's watching their weight you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just not for everybody this is comfort food and i get that so i would say that's that really has taken us this far, really just paying attention to who your audience is, zeroing in on them, wanting 100 percent of your demographic and not trying to get everybody else's. Because, you know, I don't go to a vegan place and ask for a steak because I know what they offer. You know what I mean? So right. it's just like just being OK with that. And some people, though, will try to do that. Well, let me and, and people have said that for years with those put this on the menu, do this even with our top 10 to no modifications well why because this is this is set up in the taste profile is the way that it is that's how the chef wanted it and if you know what i mean like this is the dish so i think really focusing on that zeroing in on something even when i launched mink and honey making sure i didn't want to do everything you know what i mean i offer other things but skincare is what i wanted to do and i worked on it for years before i even launched so just make sure you zero in on something and figure out what you do really well and do better than anybody else and then pursue that
0: absolutely what's the main thing that has kept you motivated and empowered in business to keep going with milk and honey and Meek and honey especially now during this time um-
1: I yeah, know this this is <laughs> I'm not gonna lie like this one you know has taken we've never I've never seen this in my lifetime this is you know even the last re- recession in 2008 like it wasn't to the point where we couldn't leave the house and stuff like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. so this is really definitely taking a turn but um what keeps me going is that I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel I know that I've survived hundred percent of my worst days so I can't you know it seems like it's them but we all have otherwise you and I wouldn't be talking right now you know the people that are listening to your podcast wouldn't be listening because uh, that would have meant that they didn't survive so that's what keeps me going because I know that there's always something at the end of that um, I don't want to get too spiritual but I am spiritual so I you know God of course I understand what his promise to me is you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's just like I'm okay with that and I know that everything's going to turn around for the good um and I also know that failures if there are any you know um catapult you to something else like I'm okay with failing um you know somebody asked me the other day well what if one of the milk and honeys has to close Then I has to close there's no loss there we started milk and honey with five thousand dollars we've made gross over 20 million dollars you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's no loss how can i call that a loss i've won already you know what i mean right when you kind of come when you know when you've been in the valley so many times like you there is no there's no losing there so i think that's really what's kept me pushing forward and is knowing that you know it's always something better on the other side of it and like i said at the beginning like when you work hard, it always intersects with success at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it may
1: not be right now. It may be like, oh, what am I doing? But I know the hard work is always going to pay off. So that's why I keep working hard every day.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I feel like this time right now is going to teach us nothing but resilience. Mm-hmm. And back to what you said, we've already won. Everybody has already won in their own ways. I feel like we're just <laughs> going through this experience as a community to kind of teach us certain things so we can come out better on the other side, if that makes sense. Maybe yes, we absolutely. needed this pause. Maybe we needed this break. Um, but it's really important, ladies, to try to stay motivated and empowered as best you can during this time. We know that it's hard. We know that this was unforeseen for everyone. We just were mm-hmm. saying the last couple episodes in our podcast that two weeks ago this was not our reality and now we're confined to our homes. So we mm-hmm. still want us to come on this podcast to give you ladies motivation and empowerment through lovely women like monique to share their story on how they got started and how they're doing with their business and how they're able to stay motivated and we hope that you ladies can learn from those six tips um when it comes to outworking everyone and even outworking yourself so with that being said last but not least what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the w boss listening on ways they can use this break to still outwork everybody during this time what are some things overall that they can do right now to keep going
1: um, well, there's so many. For entrepreneur Well, alone, or even somebody that's aspiring, you've got to use this time. Don't look at this time as downtime. Mm-hmm. That's what I've tried to just stop myself from doing. Like, I don't really, you know, it first couple of days, it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> vacation, I'm home. Like, I actually am home. I could be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can get that. We get through that. But once you get past that part, right, you got to keep moving. So There's so many things. So as an entrepreneur, one, use this time to really figure out who your audience is. Talk to your audience. The only way that you can really get good data on whatever it is, it's a product or service, whatever it is that you're doing, is to know who your audience is and really be in communication with them. Now is the perfect time. You have a captive audience. So why would you not use this time now to make sure that you can reach who you're trying to reach? So that's one of the things. Make sure that you're really focused on you know, who your demographic is and making sure that you're speaking directly to them. One thing I want to point out, though, now is I know everybody's kind of was in panic mode and maybe things have settled down a little bit, but we're still, you know, still so uneasy. But people are trying to sell, 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 right? To new people, new people, new people. Please don't forget about those that have already spent the money with you. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're focusing on them too. Don't forget about, you know, the consumer that you already had, reaching back out to somebody who already used your product or your service. Making sure that you're, even if it's just, you know, a quick email or uh, encouraging word or, you know, a newsletter or something, letting them know what's going on. Um, So that's something. And being able to pivot too. I don't want anybody to be so in love with something or married to an idea or something that they had that they're not able to pivot. Now, again, know who you are and focus on that. Don't change into something completely different. But for example, at Milk and Honey, we are now takeout and delivery. And although we did offer takeout at our full service restaurants, you know what I mean? Like we have to, we had to be able to pivot. How can I turn into what The consumer needs because that's what business is. Business is solving a problem for somebody. So you got to identify a solution. So that, and first, you got to clarify the problem in order to provide a, you know, a solution. So what, what do people need? People need to get food to their houses. How quickly can we do that? How most efficiently? How safely? You know, changing the way that we operate. So those type of things. Um, There's so many things that you could do at home. But the one thing that I would just really press on people is. Again, just don't look at this like a, a vacation because it's not. It? You shouldn't. You can look at it that way, and then you'll exit this the same way that you entered, if not worse. So you want to make sure that you walk away from this and walk out of this um, with something under your belt. And I think that now is really the time for you to focus on your consumer and and figure out. You know, because at the heart of every business is is your consumer. So that's what I would say to all entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Now, on a personal level, same thing though. I work every spiritually mentally, you know what I mean? Physically, these are, this is now a time, like you said, everybody's pausing. We're pressing the reset button now. Now is a time for you to do those things because these three months or four months or however long this is going to last are going to pass anyway. So what you do during that time is so important. So I think I want people to really think about that. And we don't want to look up in this July and you're 20 pounds heavier and you're just as sad, you know what I mean? So I think that now it's really important to do the work now.
0: Yes, I hope you ladies were listening because she dropped a ton of gems, ton of gems. Overall message: to do the work now and use this break to your benefit as we've been preaching Mm -hmm. to you ladies these last couple of weeks through our podcast. Do not let this time go by and you come out on the other side and you haven't learned something new or you haven't mentally got yourself together or you haven't gotten your business together. Now is the time to use this time to better yourself in a plethora of different ways. It doesn't just have to be with business. It doesn't just have to be with academics. You can focus on all areas of your life that you need to improve now because you're being given this pause although again it's not under the best circumstances in the world (laughs) just try to turn a a negative situation into a positive figure out how you can make this work for you right so last but not least we hear that you have a new venture mink and honey right tell us a little bit more about that before you go
1: sure mink and honey is a um is a health and beauty brand um for women, and I guess skincare, we can say for men, but mostly targeted um, towards women. I chose Mink and Honey. Um, that was a real branding and marketing move. We already have such a following from Milk and Honey. Um, we're a brunch restaurant. Who comes to brunch? Women. So I already kind of had an audience for that. So that's why I chose the Mink and Honey. Um, and then also because Honey is also a great It's great in skincare, it's great as a beauty product, great in your hair, it's a bunch of purposes for honey. So um, that's where the Meekin Honey came from. I have been working on it for about three or four years. That's just me being, um, of course, wanting to put out the best product. I want to, um, make sure that what we're putting out is something that I want to use, something I can stand behind. Um, I have a money back guarantee on all of my products because that's how much I believe in them. Um, so we do, um, have a full skincare line is professional grade skincare. We have everything from selfie serum, which is my absolute favorite product, um, it basically makes you walk around with a filter on in person. It's Mm -hmm. the best thing ever. You can use it um, as a primer. You can use it um, by itself, honestly. I like to use it a lot of times mixed in a foundation. If I am going to do foundation, it's so great. But I have a whole line of of cleansers and skincare products that you can use. In addition to that, we do have luxury hair and lashes. That's where mink comes from also. Um, And even with those, it took me such a long time to source something and then even design 10 pair of lashes that are exclusive to to mink and honey the strip is the best thing ever you're talking to somebody who doesn't do makeup doesn't (laughs) didn't know how to put on a lash and what bothered me the most about all lashes i would get is the strip it would just feel like i had a spider on my eye or something so um, finally found something and found a a factory that can produce this for us that is amazing Um, and then we also have fashion as well because it's all things beauty. So um, I wear fanny packs all the time because I move around so much and purses don't work for me. And I've been doing it for long before it was even, you know, the fad thing to do. Um, So that's kind of where the fashion piece came from. They're just pieces that I really... Um, think are great for the working woman, the entrepreneur um, to still be fashionable um, and it's quality and it's good priced. So mink um, and honey is not, you know, through the roof. I'm not charging, you know, $90 for a little bottle or something. Um, the other thing that I want to mention is hair boost. I have that as well. I've been using that for our very thin hair. I went through um, chemo because um, I had lymphoma. I'm surviving, survivor of cancer, and I wanted to really come up with a product that really worked and not just something that was, you know, popular to buy. So there's so much on there. I hope that your listeners um, will go to minkhoney.com and just check it out. Um, but it really is good quality stuff on there, and it has all things beauty for women.
0: Ooh, I hope you ladies are listening because not only does she have milk and honey, which provides quality food, top of the <laughs> line food, she also has mink and honey, which now offers beauty services like. Yes. Lashes, hair, mm-hmm. quality as well. You ladies took nothing away from her brand. Take away quality. <laughs> quality yes. times 10. So um, I know our ladies and listening are probably wondering, how can I follow her? Where can I support her? So please share our, your website, socials, et cetera, on how our ladies and listening can connect with you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for um, the beauty brand is Mink Honey. So no and in the middle, just MinkHoney.com. Um, you can find things there. I also do have I sell vendor lists because I'm all about supporting women. And if you want to start a business, um, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, so I do have that on there as well. My website is MoniqueRose.com. I do success coaching and um, some branding coaching. I don't have a lot of time for that anymore, but I do do some success coaching and then on social media, Instagram and every place else. I am the Monique Rose. You can find me Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all with the Monique Rose.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for being on the woman podcast. And thank you ladies so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the womanland podcast. You ladies can listen to this episode on Apple podcast, SoundCloud, Google play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, radio, and any podcast or certain platform there is. We are basically on. And you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest at 12 PM Eastern standard time. Friday. Peace, ladies. Have a great weekend.